5: To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in.
6: This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
1: Hello and welcome back to Straight Fire. I am Jason McIntyre. It's Thursday, September 10th, folks. We have waited... 222 days for this. That was when the last football game was played. Really fun Super Bowl. Chiefs rally from down 10 in the fourth quarter. Final eight minutes, actually, to stun the 49ers. Worse yet, they covered the spread. I had the Niners. I was feeling so good about that one. But I digress. That uh, season is in the books. And now we're on to the 2020 campaign. Been waiting a long time for football. Listen, we don't know. What the college football season is going to look like. That I mean, that's the reality. If you guys look at this Saturday slate, I mean, I think five or six games have been canceled. SEC not getting underway. Fortunately, you know, we got some grown man football tonight. Texans, Chiefs, very excited. It made the best bet. You'll have to wait for the end of the podcast for that. You know, the NFL's playing for real money. These guys are going to show up. The COVID testing has gone great in the NFL. I'm very excited. But before I get to Chiefs and Texans, I've got to tell you about this absurd story in the NFL. I don't think it got much play this week Uh, on the radio, TV. I haven't listened to any other NFL podcasts, so I don't know if they've discussed it. But it, it revolves around criticism and Tom Brady. Before I get to the story, your daily reminder, subscribe, rate, and review. You know the drill. All right, so I always like to, you know, get into uh, the story of the day with like a little vignette from my life, a little slice of something where I can relate. And when it comes to criticism, I have to say, I, I thrive off criticism. I embrace it. Love it. When I first got out here to L.A. in 2016, right? So I had only done TV a handful of times, and now it was going to be on daily on, on a show for FS1, and... The weird thing you get instantly in the TV industry is just relentless optimism about every show, every segment. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, that was great. That was terrific. Great job. And I'm one who needs criticism. I'm like, this couldn't be perfect. There's no way I'm dominating. What do I need to improve on? Like, uh, what about this? I stumbled over that word. Ah, oh, for come on. That was nothing. It happens in every show, every day. And I'm telling you, like, This happens at ESPN, too, because I have buddies over there, and I've talked to them. And it's like everybody is just relentlessly positive, and everybody's upbeat about everything. But I need the constructive criticism to get better. Like, I'm a TV rookie. Of course, you're going to have to say, Jason, you're not doing this well. You're not doing that well. And so finally, after six months of me kind of badgering, like, hey, what do I need to work on? Like, I want to get better. I mean, I feel good. Everybody says I'm doing good. But come on. I'm a rookie. Come, Come clean. And... Finally, a, a producer, uh, an experienced guy, takes me up on it and says, Okay, all right. And he cut up, you know, like maybe it was like eight or nine minutes of film. And he showed like a breakdown of, well, here you are looking at your notes. And that kind of conveys to the audience that you don't, you know, know exactly what you're talking about. And if you look on these sports shows, you don't see a lot of guys looking down at their notes, it's just off the cuff. Okay. That's, that's, that's the constructive criticism I'm I'm looking for. I'm not taking it as I suck. I'm taking it as, okay, I got to work on that and work on the eye contact and don't jump in and interrupt. And I would sometimes use the same words to get started on my spiel. And I was like, okay, I got to diversify my game. And I love that. And I want to give this guy a shout out, Chris Healy. He's still at FS1. He does a great job, uh, runs a bunch of shows And, like, I was so thankful for that, and I was able to then go and work on specifically what I needed to work on. The problem with this NFL story is when the criticism is about Tom Brady, who's only, you know, the most accomplished quarterback in NFL history. Six Super Bowls. Nobody can match that. And I know what you're thinking. Well, Jason, of course you can find criticism about Tom Brady. Well, yeah, you can nitpick all you want, but at the end of the day, he's Tom Brady in two decades, he won six Super Bowls. He's been to nine. Like, come on, are you kidding me? Do you think in the sports media industry, do you think they go and nitpick Cowherd and Stephen A. Smith and Wilbon and Kornheiser? No. Those guys have been doing this for 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah, there are things that they can work on, I'm sure. And they probably get small, tiny feedback. But Criticism is another thing, and that's what Tom Brady was so pissed about here. And this story is crazy when you look into it. It's like, hold up, a guy wrote a book titled The Dynasty, obviously about Brady, Belichick, the Patriots. Uh, the author's name, I gotta give him a shout out, is Jeff Benedict. I do not know Jeff Benedict, but there is an incredible passage in this book that talks about Tom Brady. His wife, the supermodel Giselle, meeting with the owner of the Patriots, Robert Kraft, after they lost the Super Bowl to the Eagles. Remember, that was a pretty good game. Uh, I think it was 2018. And if you notice, Bill Belichick is not mentioned in this meeting. It's Brady, his wife, and Robert Kraft. And remember, Kraft thinks of Brady as like a son. Okay, That's why Jimmy Garoppolo got traded, because Brady was like, yo, what's going on here? Why is Belichick bringing in Jimmy G? Get him out of town. I'm the guy. Okay, the passage in this book, Giselle pointed out how ridiculous it was that after all these years, Belichick still treated Brady like fucking Johnny Foxborough. That's a direct quote from the book. It was bad enough to never voice approval. It was bullshit to still be dressing down the most accomplished quarterback in league history during team meetings and treating his personal trainer and best friend like some kind of outcast. woo So remember, this is Giselle going off to Robert Kraft about the Patriots. Kraft wasn't surprised by their feelings toward Belichick. He hadn't, however, expected to hear Brady and Bunchin wanted to leave New England. Okay, so that's from this book. I have not read it yet. Um... The Dynasty by Jeff Benedict. So just consider what went down, okay? Anybody out there who has a wife knows you have brought work home before, okay? You come home, you're frustrated, you have to deal with this guy who's just, oh, he's the worst, and you tell your wife. Every guy in America does that. This is natural, okay? If you're not sharing that with your wife, I think maybe you got some problems. But everybody vents a little bit to the wife. Fortunately, I have not had to work with too many crazy people, Um, So I haven't vented that much. There have been things I've vented about. That's natural. But you're Tom Brady. Tom Brady is venting to Giselle about Bill Belichick? To me, I'm shocked Tom Brady didn't just say, yo, Bill, what's up? Why you got to disrespect me like that in front of the entire team? Now, this is where I take a timeout, and I'm going to play the Bill Belichick side of the coin. And folks, This doesn't totally surprise me from Belichick. Again, and I've talked about this plenty of times, not on this podcast, just in general. Bill Belichick's dad served in World War II. Okay. Then he went to the Naval Academy where he was a coach. Bill Belichick grew up in essentially a military household. You know, military. Okay. My dad, who was not in the military, had a very famous saying it's my way or the highway. That's how a lot of this military mindset is like, yo, you're nothing special. You're going to fall in line like everyone else. And Belichick treats Tom like everybody else. Now, I've uh, been on the set with guys like T.J. Hushmanzada and um, Rich Ornberger, guys who have uh, either played with Brady uh, or been in that room where Belichick dressed down Brady. And to me, listen, I kind of get it on one hand that you've got to treat him like he's any guy, but he's Tom Brady! At the same time, you were talking about the most accomplished quarterback in, in NFL history. And, and I know some people are like, well, uh, listen, Belichick's half the reason they won. Okay. But just remember, in the fourth quarter, who was on the field leading the game-winning drive where they set the kicker up for the game-winning kick? Tom Brady against the Rams in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady did the same thing against the Panthers in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, okay, against the Seattle Seahawks, a legion of boom, best defense in the league. Fourth quarter twice drove the length of the field for touchdowns to win that game and yes I know Pete Carroll screwed it up blah 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 but Brady has always been clutch he has always delivered four Super Bowl MVP awards for Tom Brady and you're still treating him like he's any guy on the team and like and this leads to a decent debate is like well you know if you start giving him preferential treatment listen at some point you gotta give him preferential treatment you don't think LeBron has preferential treatment Kawhi Leonard, you don't think Pat Mahomes is going to get a little bit of leniency with Andy Reid? Like, this seems natural to me. And you could push back all you want and say, listen, Belichick had a right. And I, I, I understand. I think if I'm in Belichick's spot, and boy, would I have loved to have been coach of the Patriots during a two-decade role of dominance. But if you have a sense you're going to lose your quarterback... Yeah, maybe you ease up a little bit at the end, Bill. Now, that also, that little story from this book, leads me to wonder, does Brady go scorched earth on the NFL this year with the Buccaneers? I mean, it's a loaded question because he's got a new playbook, a new head coach, new skill position players living in a new town. There's a lot of new there. It's probably not going to click initially, but, oh, man, you know Brady wants to prove he can do it without Belichick. And and this is going to be something to watch. By the way, Game of the Weekend, Sunday.
6: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City,
2: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please
3: gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, are you traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, you should do yourself a favor and do what I do, which is stay at Graduate Hotels. You know, Bridgestone Arena and Target Center, their, their hotels are both really close to the tournament venues, and they're obsessed with college sports just like me. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to its hometown and the local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, odds to campus legends, school mascots, colors, whatever. off with the promo code Doug at graduatehotels.com.
7: Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
1: Late afternoon game. You know everybody's going to be glued to Brady's debut. And it just so happens to be in New Orleans against the Saints. Um, I mean, that there's no bigger sporting event this weekend. I, I can't. I personally cannot wait for that game. By the way, on Friday's podcast, we will break down all the good games. Maybe not uh, Jaguars, Colts, but we'll break down all the good games. We're going to do that every Friday. Football, it's finally here. We're all thankful, all very excited
5: To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in.
3: If I could be you. And you could be me.
5: For just one hour.
3: If you could find a way.
0: To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes.
3: Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my my shoes. shoes. We've all felt left out.
8: And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that.
6: Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
9: Walk a mile in my shoes.
0: Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt U.S. Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit AdoptUSKids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council.
1: All right, I don't know how much I want to do on the batshit crazy Raptors-Celtics game, because I know this is just going to devolve into me going off on the referees. First of all, yes, I had the Celtics in the best bet. It lost. I bet on them they didn't come through but the refs did me no favors okay uh, so many questionable calls listen if you have a chance to go on youtube and pull up the overtime i mean daniel feist these whatever you, whatever his last name is caught two alley-oop dunks they were great plays he was fouled on both of them hammered on one of them Fouled definitely about no whistles on either of them you breathe on kyle lowry and it's a foul and i mean i just there's so much back and forth it was frustrating i'm gonna say this the nba needs to figure out what to do with this whole replay system i'm down with the replays i want to get it right but when you have players like three times a game instantly doing like the tornado finger and being like let's go come on let's run that back we got to check it out like it just beca- it's just i don't know it's just too much of that you know I, anyway that's my big takeaway I will add this. Kyle Lowry, what a baller. I mean, that guy was phenomenal. He's just a winner. This is what he is. He's a clutch player. He had 33. He totally outclassed Kemba Walker, who was terrible. Listen, I'm going to be real. Celtics don't have much of a bench at all. They had four guys play over 50 minutes. Yes, I know the Raptors did too, but they actually have a bench. They can steal minutes with the kid Davis, who is good. They could steal minutes with Ibaka and Chris Boucher. Like, the Celtics can't do much outside of Wanamaker and, and Grant Williams and Semi for, like, really short periods of time. So I give the Raptors the edge heading into Game 7, and that's just a tough, tough beat for Boston. Uh, double overtime at loss. Uh, by the way, Jason Tatum had three air balls in fourth quarter <laughs> and overtime, shades of Kobe Bryant. And um, Jalen Brown took 30 shots. I, a little bit excessive, but um, overall, pr- pr- good game, frustrated with the referees. Rob G., any thoughts? Or- uh,
8: the one thing I saw that come out of this game, which I thought was interesting, was the end of the fourth quarter when I think Tatum had a key turnover where he threw the ball out of bounds. Mm. There was about two minutes left in the game. He, he was looking at Thies in the corner and just missed him by three feet. And the uh, internet sleuth saying that it was Nick Nurse, and he goaded him into that turnover by standing right at the corner of the uh, the court to make it look like he was, you know, an open shooter.
1: And he was yelling and clapping, yeah.
8: Yeah, so I thought that was kind of funny. But, um, you know, other than that, I mean, I'm looking forward to Game 7. My Raptors, baby, I told you.
1: So the Game 7 will be Friday night, which is actually perfect. Listen, the weekend lines up great, right? You get Game 4 Lakers-Rockets, and they wisely, wisely moved it up to 4 p.m. Pacific. So it won't totally coincide with the NFL game. And then Friday, you get a Game 7. Saturday you get some college football, Sunday you get NFL, Monday you get two games. I mean, Rob, gee, this is shaping up to be a good weekend. Do we care at all about the Clippers-Nuggets game? I know you don't care about the game. You just want to take a shot at somebody. Go ahead.
8: No, it's not that I just want to take a shot at somebody. But yes, Jamal Murray is a clown and he's oh! over And I've been trying to tell you this now for weeks. Look, those 50-point games that he had against Utah were a mirage. Oh. Okay, now you're seeing exactly who this guy is. Coming into uh, Wednesday's night's game, he was averaging 17 points on 36% shooting from the field in the series. But somehow he's, you know, a top-20 player. Look what he did yeah, against that's Utah. Top-25, 25,
1: top-25. 25.
8: Against Joe Ingles and Donovan <laughs> Mitchell, who I only play, you know, offense— Come on, dude. Like, wow. you know, he's Ooh. okay. He's like the third or fourth best player on a championship team. He's,
1: I've I've he's known Rob great. G for uh, maybe, what, two years now, two and a half years. He doesn't go in on folks like this. I, uh, Jamal Murray really must have gone after the Lakers back in the day. Well, days. he started it. It was Lonzo, he, him and Lonzo. They had him
8: and Lonzo, good. he started it. Yeah. And then De- no, before that, it was D'Angelo De- Russell, oh, former gosh. Laker. Yeah. This guy's, come on, man. Like, do something first
1: before you start acting like a clown. All right, fact. Jamal Murray's struggling in this series, okay? He's struggling. They're they're focused on him. It's Beverly. It's George. It's Kawhi. These are really top-notch defenders. Jamal Murray's not getting to the free-throw line. They've taken away the three-pointer from him. I mean, three three three-point attempts. I still believe he's a top 25, maybe top 30 player in the league. And here's how we make this interesting. Can Jamal Murray be the number one player on your team on a championship team. We would agree, no. Can he be number two? And I'm saying if you put Jamal Murray on the Bucks and Giannis is the number one, I think the Bucks are improved significantly. I would take Jamal Murray over Middleton in a heartbeat. You're crazy.
8: Chris Middleton was like decimal points away from being part of the 50-40-90 club. Now I don't think Chris regular that, season player. <laughs> whatever I don't think Chris Middleton is that good either. But if you want to say the outlier, you know, explosion in the playoffs, look what he did in what was that game four against the uh, the Heat. Yeah. I mean, Chris Middleton was their offense in overtime to get that win. So you know, the let's say the sun shines on a dog's ass someday. Oh my god! You know, wow! Everybody has one or two good games. I mean, not to say that Jamal Murray is a bad player. He's
1: just not that good. So, I, I, what I can't get over was last year, Chris Middleton in a big spot, okay? Huge, biggest series of his career against the Raptors. He averaged, this was when he was an All-Star, he averaged 13 points a game in that series. Shot 41%. 13 points a game against the Raptors. I mean, that is laughable. I mean, listen, Jamal Murray's struggling against the Clippers. This is his second playoff series ever. Or er, no, I'm sorry. He did have a, a playoff series last year, right? Um, yes. With the Nuggets, yes. So, okay, fine. He's, this is like his fourth playoff series ever. And he just averaged like 39 or whatever it was against the Jazz. Like, I, I, I'm going, Jamal, this is, maybe we'll open this up to the audience and you guys can tweet at us or, or whatever. Jamal Murray or Chris Middleton. Now, they don't play the same position. Middleton's much older. Jamal Murray's 23. He's just scratching the surface. Um, but yeah, the Nuggets are outclassed. And I don't know, Rob G., let's just put a bow tie on uh, NBA here. Anything on Clippers, Lakers, which we're still a, a little bit away from?
8: Well, one thing I will say is, and as much as you know, I'm a Laker homer, you know that, I mean, Kawhi Leonard's awesome. And, you know, watching this game, and I even had to put a tweet out about it in the middle of the fourth quarter. It's like, I wish that he had some kind of personality so I could have a, a thing to root against him for in, this, in the series coming up, you know, because it's hard to dislike somebody who doesn't have a personality. Yeah. So the only thing I can come up with is that his teammates are Pat Bev and Paul George. Like, that's Marcus the only Morris. negative. Yeah, that's the only negative I could think of. Um I still, like I've been saying all along, I'm more concerned as a Laker fan going against Houston than I am against the Clippers. I think that the the Clippers, the Lakers, can play their conventional style, and I think that I'll put AD and LeBron over Paul George and Kawhi any day of the week. Yeah, and that's pretty much what it comes down to.
1: Kawhi has been phenomenal against. Him. I mean, if you watch him, he just he's playing with such ease. If I, I feel like I've seen him miss one mid range shot in this series. Anything, like, foul line extended, it seems automatic. Uh, when he wants to play defense near the rim, like, you're not scoring on him. Like, yeah, but again, it's the Nuggets. Like, I'm not getting too excited. I will say, one final note on the NBA. Uh, just because the story came out late Wednesday night, don't know if you saw it or not. Daniel House, the sixth man of the Rockets, who was, you know, listen, this guy was pretty solid uh, in the last series for them against OKC. He's shown well against the Lakers. He missed Game 3, and finally the story came out late Wednesday that the NBA is looking into like an, I don't know, I I guess it's called something along the lines of like an unacceptable visit. Um, He And the Rockets are not saying what happened, but he didn't leave the bubble. And the unacceptable visit is centered around like, I guess the girl who showed up to hang with him in the bubble. Now that part hasn't really come out yet, but... It's unclear if this is just some random chick from Instagram or somebody who wanted to get in the bubble is maybe now bragging about it, but it ain't a family member, meaning it's...
6: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80.
10: You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit BuyAToyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers.
1: Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders
0: vr training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career
1: the beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need explore more
0: stories like alex's at meta.com metaverse impact
1: that is his wife and um you know there is some i'll just say this rockets fans have, have said that he has a girlfriend and a kid back in houston And this is apparently just a nightmare for Daniel House, who wasn't thinking about it. His status, you know, for tonight's Game 4, up in the air. And uh, that's a loss, man. uh, Rob G., I don't don't know how to put it lightly. Like, James Harden just can't catch a break. I I do feel a little (laughs) bad for James Harden. Like, he's got this knucklehead on his team trying to sneak uh, sneak a girl into the bubble for a hookup. And and now the guy's probably not going to play the rest of the series.
8: Hey, man, it's a war of attrition in that bubble. Everybody knows, I mean, when you're an NBA player or even any kind of professional athlete, getting your groove on is not something you struggle with. You know, that's, you're probably three, four times a week if your legs will allow it. So for these guys to go, what now, eight, ten weeks? Yeah. I mean, I, it's hard to blame Daniel House for doing what he had to do. It's just, it sucks that he got caught, man. Yeah, that's well, all.
1: It's, I mean, you know, I don't know Daniel House's total background, but, uh, you know, this is the kind of guy, he wasn't like a high draft pick. Right. This is a guy who got into the league, uh, found a niche with the uh, with the Rockets as a three and D guy. Uh, Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, Undrafted out of Houston and Texas A&M. He spent time with the Delaware 87ers. That's a real team in the G League, I guess. The Rio Grande Valley Vipers last year. And now he's in the NBA and he's thriving and he and he screws it all up by bringing a chick into the bubble. An unauthorized girl. I mean, Daniel House, bro. I don't know, clean it up. All right, um, obviously game four tonight, Lakers-Rockets. I do not have it on best bet. Lakers are favored. It's tough for me to go against the Lakers now. But um, only one game tonight because the other series is done. So uh, NBA starting to get down to the conference finals. We'll talk a little bit about game seven, Raptors-Celtics tomorrow. But now it's time for the best bet.
10: The Winter
6: Olympics are streaming on Pika live. Your all-access pass to stream every event, every day. The Winter Olympics on NBC and Peacock.
9: Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure in pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you And they see you, their fearless guide to this fascinating world.
6: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet.
1: All right, it's time for the Best Bet here on Straight Fire. By the way, the Best Bet is going to be sponsored sooner than later. (laughs) Had some discussions uh, Wednesday about a potential sponsor for the Best Bet, which is cruising. We were cruising, and then I was looking for a bruising on Wednesday. I had the Celtics, and we took an L. Uh, Celtics did not come through the double overtime loss. So I'm at 14-5-1, and I'm moving off the NBA in the best bet, and I'm going with an NFL pick. It's the start of the NFL season, you know? I mean, this is what we're going to do, a lot of NFL gambling on the show. You guys love NFL uh, takes gambling. I will do dabble in fantasy and survivor leagues. I do it all. I'm a full-service shop. So my play for the NFL season opener, I don't have a side here. I know a lot of people are like, Oh, you got to take the Texans. Everybody's on the Texans. Eh, I'm gonna go ahead and pass on the side. I'm gonna take the over 54. I think it's sales over 54. It's actually come down. It was 56 earlier in the summer. It's come down to 54. Listen, the last time they met, it hit, I think it was 80, 82, somewhere in that in that vicinity. I just, I'm not a believer in this Chiefs defense. Pass rush, still not there. Listen, the defense was great at the end of the regular season. And then Deshaun lit him up. In the playoffs. I mean, they gave up uh, the first 24 points to Deshaun Watson. That being said, I'm not a believer at all in the Houston-Texas defense. They were a joke last year, folks. Dead last in red zone defense. Dead last in third down defense. A couple new starters, uh, on, on on one at cornerback and uh, one on the defensive line. Listen, this is not a team that's going to stop Patrick Mahomes. I'm sorry, okay? You haven't tackled. You haven't faced, as they say, like uh, live bullets. You know, they haven't, they haven't seen any real tackling, and now you got to keep up with Miko Hartman, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, uh, you know, the new running back out of LSU. Uh, listen, this game cruises over 54. That's your best bet for Thursday, September 10th. Everybody, thanks for listening. Subscribe, rate, and review. I'm out. We'll see you tomorrow.
3: Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com.
5: Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with 5 Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN 5 Things, That means you can find
4: this goodness in the same feed as five things. Listen to five good things on the iHeartRadio app. visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.
6: Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host,
1: Anthony DeLisandro.
4: Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You
6: know, I
0: had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like,